Hello everyone, my name is Anthony, thank you very much for joining me on 8x Radio. After two years of trying to make money online, I decided enough was enough. I learned a lot, but I haven't achieved the results that I want yet. I'm committing every single day to becoming financially free and receiving a two comma club award. I will not stop until I have crushed these goals. Join me on my pursuit to financial freedom. I'm documenting my way there, and I want to show you the way. My name is Anthony Santiago, and welcome to ADX Radio. All right, welcome back to ADX Radio. Uh, my name is Anthony Santiago, as usual. All right, so where we kind of left off yesterday was we were talking about um, this whole challenge thing that I'm trying to do, which is basically trying to get a funnel that either uh, makes me profit or breaks even within a couple days um, to hopefully cover the cost of going to Funnel Hacking Live. Um, so for full transparency, I guess, even if I don't make it, I'm going to try and go anyway because I've heard so many good things about it. And I really don't want to miss out on all the bonuses that they are offering for people that have gone through uh, the One Funnel Away Challenge. So I'm definitely going to try my hardest to go no matter what. Uh, but with that being said, I want to update everyone on what I did today. Um, unfortunately, some things came up um, and I didn't have enough time to record my sales video, so I can't launch yet. Um, but I did get a chance to really dig deep into my sales page. Um, I completely optimized it. Um, I removed a lot of fluff. I rearranged some things. I added some color into it. I exaggerated some um, some specific sentences on there. Um, if you've ever seen a Russell Brunson funnel, uh, you'll see that he uh, will pop certain words out of the page. Like if he has a quote or something, it'll be like on his own line. It'll be big. It'll be like a different text. And it just looks really nice. So I was modeling mainly after his 10x secrets funnel, which just came out a couple days ago. Um, so I took that idea of popping certain key phrases out of the copy, and hopefully that will also help too. Because remember, the original problem that I was having was people were going to the page and then they would just, they would be able to leave right away, or they would scroll all the way down and then just leave after um, seeing the offer. So I feel like having certain things, like really bold statements that just kind of stand out and pop out of the page will help a lot. Um, I also broke things up a little bit with sections. Um, so it's not just one big block of text, which is uh, kind of what it was before. Uh, it was basically one big block of text, um, kind of like a book with like no pictures of it. Uh, no pictures in it, I mean. Um, so I added that in. I added some bullet points in because ClickFunnels allows you to add like this really nice looking bullet point system um, and it has like different themes. Um, I also clarified my story. My story, as I found out, had like a lot of fluff in it. Um, so I took my story and I took out everything that wasn't needed and just kept the essential parts of it. And... I expanded a little bit on my offer, but I also cut out a lot of the fluff that was in there because I was repeating a lot of things that I was saying before in my copy um, early on. Um, so apart from that, um, I basically just revamped the whole sales page. That's what I did today. 
Um, I wrote most of my sales script and I plan to record my video, my sales video and put that up tomorrow. And I want to be running traffic by the afternoon tomorrow and hopefully start seeing results within the first day or two. Um, because I am running out of time. Um, as of now, I have like <laughs> exactly uh, two days. Um, so hopefully we'll be able to get something going. Um, I'm still pretty confident that I can do it. Um, it's just a matter of getting a break-even funnel. And if you follow Russell Brunson, he says, if you can get a break-even funnel, then you have a million-dollar business. Because at that point, you're getting customers for free. And whatever you sell on the back end, of what, on your follow-up funnels and things like that, it's just pure profit. Because you've already spent the money to get a customer. And... You already you're able to market to that customer for free because you already have them on your list, and that's the whole idea behind the SLO uh, funnel, and that's precisely why the uh, One Funnel Away Challenge focuses on the SLO because it gets you customers for free and it's a really easy way to kickstart things. Now you know um, ClickFunnels and is kind of competitors with Infusionsoft. And Infusionsoft had to take on a lot of VC funding. Um, I could be wrong on this, but I believe it was like $50 million or $100 million in funding that they took. Whereas ClickFunnels didn't take any VC funding. This whole funnel concept um, allowed them to get customers for free. And because they were able to get customers for free, they were able to sell like higher ticket things. And of course, you know, ClickFunnels is a continuity thing. You pay for it every month. Um, so they they were able to grow a $100 million company using the funnel, the kind of funnel type that I'm creating right now. So that's pretty cool. So that's why I say if I get a break-even funnel, then I'm in pretty good shape. <laughs> I'm probably going to be able to figure out how to monetize my customers on the back end and make a lot of money for that to cover the cost of Funnel Hacking Live and uh, hotels and, well, staying at a hotel and food and all that stuff. Um, so that's where I'm at right now. But now I want to expand on something that I've, uh, this kind of epiphany that I had earlier today. Now, some of you might know who Dan Locke is. He's uh, basically um, a big internet entrepreneur who teaches people how to sell high ticket items. Um, how to close, that kind of thing. And I've been watching his videos lately because I like the way that he explains things. I like the way he teaches. And I was watching this video this morning from him, and it was called Why I Don't Read Books. And he goes on to explain these different levels of uh, what is essentially uh, knowledge, right? He says the first, um, the first thing that you have is information. So let's say that you have a book about how to make a million dollars. That information alone isn't enough to make you successful, right? Um, having that information doesn't actually do anything for you. It's application of that information that actually makes you successful at it, right? And um, obviously you would have to keep applying. Um, and if you fail, you try again, fail, try again, fail, try again. And then eventually you're going to make it to success, right? 
But um, the point is, right, the book alone isn't enough to make you successful. Now, the next level is knowledge, right? You go from information to knowledge. So basically, you're consuming information in that book or whatever it is that you're, whatever media that you're consuming, and you're converting that to knowledge. Now, what is knowledge? Knowledge is basically the path, the the potential paths that you have to succeed at whatever it is your goal is. And the next level is experience, right? Now, you have the different paths, right? Not every path is going to work. So you're going to have to try all these different things, right? You're trying everything that you learn from the information, right? So the information gives you the different ways that you can become successful at this thing. You're trying all these different ways. And as you're trying these different ways, naturally you're gonna see what works and what doesn't work. Obviously if you stick with it long enough, right? You're gonna see what works and what doesn't work. And that is what gives you experience because you're going out in the world and you're, you're trying to apply the knowledge that you have. Now the next thing is after you've been doing this for so long, let's say like a decade from now, right? You c- it can evolve into what Dan calls wisdom. And what wisdom is, is knowing what not to do. So let's say that you have, let's just go back to the book example. You have maybe 20 ways to make a million dollars, right? You. C- Somebody with wisdom can look at that book and say, this way definitely isn't going to work. This way definitely isn't going to work. But this way, that can definitely work. So it's more about elimination, right? So you can take that information. You can take your experience that you have. And because you have all that experience, you already know what doesn't work and what does work. And that's what wisdom gives you. Now, the difference between uh, wisdom and just knowledge is that knowledge you're accumulating all these different things that you're going to try you're going to try to apply and wisdom is about elimination right you're simplifying everything you're trying well you already know what works and what doesn't work you don't know that when you have knowledge you only have that after you've tried after you've tested your knowledge that your knowledge is tested and true and that gives you the experience, which eventually evolves into wisdom. So you might be wondering why I'm kind of going on about this. And that's because it kind of reminds me how a funnel works. Now, what do I mean? Now, the, the whole idea of a funnel is that you're taking people at like this top, the top point, right? And then as you go through each step, the number of people that get through that funnel is going to be smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. So not everybody who opts into your list is going to buy, right? Not everybody who clicks on your ad is going to opt in. So how does this relate to what Dan was saying? Well, you can kind of think of it like this, right? You have you have your ad, right? Let's say you're running paid traffic, right? You have an ad. A certain number of people are going to click on that ad. I believe uh, in Facebook, that's the CTR, right? The click-through rate. A certain number of people are going to click on it, right? Now, not everybody who gets onto your page, let's say you have a squeeze page, right? Let's say, let's just say for the sake of example, you're doing an SLO funnel, right? Not everybody who gets on your squeeze page is going to opt in. 
That's just, that's just how it works, right? Not everybody who gets on your squeeze page is going to opt in. Now, you go from your squeeze page to your sales page, right? Now, not everybody who reads your sales page is going to buy from you, right? That's just that's how it works because you're working with percentages, right? The percentage is never going to be 100%. That's just how, that's how things work. That's how things go. Now, if you take that and you apply it to, let's say, the Facebook pixel, right? If you know what the Facebook pixel is, you know, like, there's these different standard events that um, that you get from different pages on your website. So, for example, the way I set it up on my funnel is the squeeze page is the view content, right? That's the top level of the funnel, pretty much. Now, when I get to the sales page, now you can say that they're a lead, right? When they fire that event, those people are a lead because they opted in. They cannot get that to that page without opting in. Now, when they go from sales page to order page, right? The order page is initiate checkout because that's where they write all their, their checkout information, right? And when they get the checkout and they buy, they fire the purchase event, which will be on the thank you page, right? So the point is, you can't you can't just get a purchase, right? You have to go through the whole funnel, and you're you're working against percentages, right? So the idea is that the the further down you go, right, the less the less well, the better quality your data is going to be, which is exactly what Dan Locke was saying when he was saying like, you know, information alone isn't useful, right? So you can say the same thing. Like if somebody, if somebody sees your ad, but they doesn't, but they don't click on it, that doesn't help you, does it? Right now it starts to help you when they click on it, when they click on the ad, that's a little bit more useful, right? And then when somebody opts in, that's a stronger data point. And then when somebody goes to initiate checkout, right, when they go to your checkout page, that's probably an intent to buy, right? So that's a more defined and useful data point. And when they go from checkout and actually buy from you, the purchase event, the purchase event is like the gold mine. And that's why, um, that's why it's the bottom of the funnel, right? Because that's the least amount of people, uh, that's the least uh, thing that people are going to get to. And that's kind of what makes uh, the whole Facebook pixel so powerful is because when you get, I believe it's a hundred purchases, right? You can make a lookalike audience from that and Facebook knows, Facebook can tell who your ideal customer is. Now, they're, they're not going to know who your ideal customer is from somebody who just opts in and doesn't buy. It needs data from people who are actually buying. Make sense? So um, I just thought it, that that kind of parallelism there was kind of interesting. And that you can kind of take the, the idea of a funnel and you can apply it to different things, right? And that's the interesting part about it. And that's the interesting thing that I thought was interesting about what Dan Locke was saying about the difference between uh, uh, information, knowledge, experience, and wisdom. It's like the the further you um, refine the information you have, right? You convert information to knowledge. That knowledge, you know, gets tested. That turns into experience, 
And then over time, that experience turns into wisdom, right? In this case, it's like the wisdom, it's like the purchase purchase event. It's the most valuable data point there is because that's the thing that gets you the insane amount of results, right? All right, so I hope I didn't uh, confuse you too much with that. Uh, but that is it for today. Um, as always, hopefully you learned something. Um, I will update tomorrow and let you know how my funnel is going because I plan to be running traffic starting around noon. Uh, because usually, um, it might be a myth, but some people say if you run your ads too late, Facebook just kind of spends all the budget and um, the quality of traffic is lower because it's just throwing it out to everyone. I don't know how true that actually is. So I just like to play it safe and start my ads earlier in the day. All right, so I will let you know, let you guys know tomorrow how that's going. And that's it for today. All right, have a good one. Bye. Thank you for taking the time to listen to my podcast. I hope you enjoyed it and I will see you tomorrow.